Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. This week, we will talk about the Monday show, Marcella, darn it, Marcella Arguello, right? Did I say that right, Rafi? Sure. Marcella, Ar- <laughs> damn it, okay, has a temper, but she doesn't yell. And the Thursday show, David's Puerto Rico saga, a baby update, bird pee, good or bad luck. But first, let's welcome our special guest, first timer, Aaron Thomas. Welcome, Aaron. Hi, good to be here. It's so good to talk to you. It's so good to have some fresh meat. I don't know, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> so good to have a new person on. Fresh meat. Uh, <laughs> yes. You're like, what did I get myself into? Why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Tell tell us how you became an Allison Rosen fan. Tell us whatever the hell you want. Well, uh, I'm a Gemini vegetarian. No, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian. Um, <laughs> I am from San Antonio, Texas. I, I got to be an Allison Rosen fan. Pretty much um, got to be a podcast fan through her former boss, Boo, and uh, heard her <laughs> commercials by listening to him. And I was like, this is, this is interesting. I want to listen to her. She's funny. And then when the whole saga happened, uh, her unfortunate uh, uh, firing, um, I was like, I I really don't like her former boss, and I'm not going to listen to him anymore. And I started only listening to her, and I just I just really fell in love with her and all of her her cast of characters, and uh, just really expanded my horizons with podcast listening in general. And so I count uh, in my repertoire of uh podcasts uh i rank her number one and all the rest are kind of you know below her so i look forward to my thursdays and now i look forward to my wednesdays and mondays and uh uh, yeah and i have a cat and i'm not married and i have a boyfriend and what else uh my favorite color is pink what's your cat's name scratchy scratchy (laughs) yeah i'm looking at him right now and he's like what why are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> so we just got a new kitten. I have three cats. This is my third one. Oh. And he's a wild cat. But that brings me to Lil Rafi. When you covered for me last last week. And who's the guest that was on? I forgot that you guys talked about from the Monday show last week. Uh, oh, Todd uh, Berry. Yeah. And he was talking about his new cat and how it's kind of like pretty much made him a prisoner in his own home or a hotel which is like crazy and he was talking about how people he hears about spraying cats and not spraying cats with with a, a water bottle and i totally get behind doing that every time Me i get too. a new cat i have a spray bottle in every single room and it has saved my life it saved my furniture but also the cats get it they understand where they're supposed to be and where they're not and it doesn't hurt them it's just now I can just make the noise of a spray bottle and they run from whatever they're doing. <laughs> so it doesn't make them hate you. I have two of the nicest mm-hmm. cats in the world and it's definitely something. So Todd, I know you're listening. <laughs> Get those spray bottles and and take your house back. Don't let animals take over your life. Uh, anyway, like I just took over that conversation. So you're from San Antonio. Yes. You told us before we were recording that you listened uh, to our <laughs> episode 145, where we talked about the Alamo joke, where Lil Rafi was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but you from San Antonio, I mean, how many times do you ha- do you hear that joke in your lifetime? The the one that I hear more is about, uh, what's his name, peeing on the Al- Alamo. 
Not the joke. Oh, I don't but, think I know that. You know, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, well, he can't come back to San Antonio because he peed on the Alamo. I didn't. I think I might have heard that, but I just it, it flew out of my brain. That's okay. And um, I've yeah, I've been to the Alamo once, and San Antonio was awesome. Obviously, I went to the touristy part to the to the River Walk, mm-hmm. but. When I got to the Alamo, I should have looked up. This is before internet. <laughs> and we got there right when it closed. So we got to go into the gift shop. <laughs> so I didn't actually go and get into the Alamo. But uh, San Antonio is a really cool area. And I'd love to visit it again. Yeah, it's it's a really colorful area. Um, it's a good town. And, you know, it's it's... I grew up actually two hours south of here uh, in a little town called Victoria, and uh, it has about 60,000 people, and we grew up, you know, coming here for various things. I mean, there's Six Flags, there's, you know, uh, arts and, you know, like theater and, you know, just all kinds of stuff here, and, uh, you know, so to live here, I've only lived here like four years, so, and before that it was Dallas-Fort Worth, and before that was college, and you know, that kind of stuff. And I don't know where I was going with this story, but, um, so, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but so it's a good, why did you choose to move there? Well, oh, that's what it was. Um, so my family, uh, lives only two hours away. I have a brother who lives in Victoria still. And then I have, uh, another brother who lives in Austin. And then my dad, when I decided to move from from uh, Fort Worth was living in Austin and you know family was is very is very important to me and I wanted to be closer to my family and I was living you know a six hour five and a half hour drive from them and it just didn't make sense to be up there and I hated my job so I had a friend down here who said why don't you move in with me and I have a job that I know about and so I was like well okay So, um, and she has a house and it seemed like, you know, ideal and, you know, uh, so I moved in with her, I got this job and it actually turned out really bad. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. It was really, really bad. In fact, uh, you know, if we want to call out somebody, it'd be, (laughs) I'd call her out. Um, she was horrible and we're not friends anymore. Uh, she, we were we're really good friends um, since ninth grade, and then we ended up hating each other. It was just a roommate situation from hell, and um, the job ended up pretty bad. But I ended up moving out and getting another job, which I still have, and everything's great now. But it was just really, really rocky. Um, but I, you know, I, I'm glad I moved down because I'm closer to my family. But then my dad ended up moving oh. to Col- Colorado. Ooh, so, who li- who would live in Colorado? <laughs> Raphael. He, he would. <laughs> Raphael uh, does oh. too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 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 this is kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. cold. I, he sent me pictures. His mailbox is totally under snow. I just, I don't understand that. I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm a Texan. I can't, I just can't. How do you deal with that, Raphael? You know, it, I guess just growing up here, it's like, it's, not that bad, but where does he live? He lives in Durango. Oh, I was about God, to say, get no. ready to be judged before you even said anything. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't live all the way over there, but... Uh... Durango's awesome. I've been there twice, and it's so pretty. <laughs> I love that place. Really? But Raphael <laughs> judges me for liking it. Why? What's wrong with it? I mean, yeah, what's Rafi. wrong? <laughs> I mean, there 
there's nothing wrong with it really but it's it, it's it's kind of far from here so i don't know I, maybe i should go down there it's too close to the four corners it's like that's no man's land he's like one of these hometown guys like marcella oh god <laughs> <laughs> where do you live Raphael? denver or well denver. it's like a <laughs> suburbish of Suburb. denver yeah uh, yeah like where we all stop over when we're taking flights to like other places the mm. destinations. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> Rafi. I'm going to come visit you one day if you'll let me, and I will stop making fun of it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, I love Colorado. Uh, that day I really. Will be, uh, I would never. Probably never. <laughs> the day you move. <laughs> and I heard. I heard that you work outside. How do you deal with the temperature? Uh you know. <laughs> Cold heart. Well. <laughs> hmm. Uh, you, you, I think you know. I think you get used to it. It's not. It's not too bad. I would never get used to it. Me either. <laughs> it gets when it gets hot here in California. I don't get used to it. But maybe because we're like a bunch of wee Californians, right? Yeah, that's well, right. You guys uh, need to toughen up. Is it? Wasn't it raining there today, Lisa? My gosh. Yes. It's fl- it's been flash flood like once a week now. It's just raining, 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 which is awesome because we're not going to have a drought finally. But yeah. So when you come here, little Rafi, in a couple of weeks, maybe you'll get to really enjoy the splendor of my backyard and all the orange, like all the citrus blossoms that will be happening. It's pretty awesome right now. Well, now that the bees are gone, uh, <sighs> I don't know if it can live up to the last time I went. Let's just let's just draw a bunch of bees and throw them out in the backyard. All right, this brings me to let's do some shoutouts. Little Rafi, do you have some shoutouts? I sure do. Uh, happy Palentine's Day to all my BFF <laughs> friends. Uh, shout out to uh, Kelly and Jen and Trice and Megan and Lisa. I really, for some reason, although I had a great time talking with Lauren last week, afterwards I was like, oh man, I wish I had like gotten to talk to Lisa as well. I feel like we, we should Aww. just chat more often anyway. That's a good idea. I mean, don't expect me to initiate but <laughs> you it'll be a... like my brother in my relationship is like oh 10 years later <laughs> i mean you have a you know you have like a real life and a family and whatnot so i can't i mean i yeah, can, but chat I can whenever, make time but... that's yeah. that's that's sorry excuse i mean lately it's been crazy like i can't even i don't even have time for myself i don't even know how i have time to pee but yeah <laughs> in general Making time for friends is important. But yeah, uh, I will see all of you in California. Oh, shout out to Whitney because I just remember, uh, thanks to Jen, I remembered that Whitney's going to be there in Orange with us, right? So uh, yeah. yeah, I'll see you all in I, a couple of weeks. And, I'm so excited uh, about that. Sorry. I'm just no, cutting that's, you off. That's fine. I, I was <laughs> done. You're used to it. Uh, do you have any call outs or are you going to, you're in positive February? Oh, yeah. Uh, my pretend positive February. Uh, sh- uh, uh, call outs. Oh, yeah. Then I guess I shouldn't because I'm being pretend no. positive. So, no. <laughs> All right. Save it up. Uh, okay. So, Aaron, do you have any shout outs? And feel free to do a call out after. I had one of those uh, ninth grade friends and I called her out a couple of times on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I called her the gum that was stuck on my shoe. But you know what? I've already done that. So, I'm, let's let you have your time in the sun. Well, um, I am, you know, I'm pretty much over the uh, bad roommate, bad friend thing. So I will rise above and not call out, but she nice. knows who she is, uh, you know. <laughs> and you know she's and, listening, so. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but I do have a shout out um, to since this is the best friend fan cast. Uh, I will shout out to my best friend, Sarah. Hi, thanks for being my best friend. Love you. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Any more or just the, the important Sarah? Well, I have lots of lots of really, really good friends, but she's my oldest friend. And uh, she we've been, we were friends uh, since 1986. So that's a Aww. long time. Yeah, and she well, shout out to you, Sarah. She li- Happy Valentine's she Day. She lives in DFW area too. So oh, yeah. so close to Oklahoma that uh, it's uh, almost or so North Dallas that it's like thirty minutes from Oklahoma. So, <laughs> so my yeah. grandma lived in Texarkana for a while, oh. for a long while actually, in like Winsboro, which is up there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's up in the Panhandle though. No. Yeah. That would be more close to Arkansas, right? Because that, that would make more sense. All right. My shout outs. Let's see. Where did I write them down? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lauren Kelly, thank you so much for sending me a quote unquote secret Valentine. Uh, I knew it was you, of course, because I don't have any other friends from Pennsylvania. That was very sweet of you. It actually brought a tear to my eye, the, the sentiments that she wrote in there. I think that she's just so thoughtful and sweet. And shout out to Trice. I wanted to shout him out last week, but I wasn't on the show. And I just wanted him to know that I definitely did not feel stifled by him. I felt lifted up by him. And it was also funny. And he's also sweet. And Lil Rafi, shout out to you for covering last week. I love listening. I miss it a lot when I'm not on because I have so much I want to say, obviously. And like, I love talking to everybody. But listening back... It's so much fun to hear your perspective and the way you run it. I love to hear that. And you and Lauren were so funny. And it was it's fun. It's fun listening to it from the outside. Gee, thanks. Um, <laughs> I also, <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm, I'm not good at uh, taking compliments. But thank you. And also a uh, shout out to Jay Inslee, who said nice things on Twitter about it and uh, everyone else. Yeah, everyone that listens, uh, shout out to Superfan Megan, and who else? Shoot. Uh, well, everyone that's going to come over to my house. I Everyone that's listening, how about just everybody? And happy Valentine's Day. Not just Palantines, Galantines, Palantines, Valentines. I love you all. What better way, by the way, to spend Valentine's Day than with our BFFs? Uh, I think I can think of uh, much <laughs> Much better way to spend it today, actually. Too bad Saturdays is closed. <laughs> Every day is a Saturday for me, Lisa. <laughs> okay. I guess we should finally talk about Monday, huh? <laughs> let's do it. <sighs> okay. Um, let's see. So, Marcella is from Modesto, California. And the first person I thought of was Tim Ortez, a fellow BFFer. He's also from Modesto. And then the second thing I thought about, well, first of all, they were talking about some drama that went down there with some teacher and a student. But I know Modesto for Scott Peterson, who killed his wife, his pregnant Ooh. wife there around Christmas time. So that's how I, that's how Modesto's on the map for me. But Marcella seems very proud of it. So that's good for her. Uh, she really judged people who hate their hometown. But I feel like... If you love your hometown so much, it's because you haven't gotten out of it. And 
you should i mean i love where i live because i grew up here but that doesn't mean it's the best place on earth <laughs> it's just because i'm comfortable here i don't know she was quite judgmental quite right off the bat <laughs> with that modesto anybody hometown <laughs> Um, push me uh, off the ledge please so I, I don't <laughs> Somebody. know I, I don't know anything about Modesto uh, I feel like a little bit of hometown pride is okay but yeah I don't know if uh, a large amount of it is good but I don't know I like I like Denver plenty and uh, I'm sure you like Anaheim Anna crime Anna slime I whatever you actually, call it even though I was born there I, di- I don't like Anaheim it's yeah, it is Anna Slime. Is that why you More live like, so close to it? Well, it's totally different, though. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, of course. That's that's why. But I also want to have life experience and get out of this state. And Because I love California so much, but I also hate so much of it. And I'm holding on to those memories of childhood more than what I, you know, is really happening here. <laughs> But I do love it. And also, as I think I talked about this on the show long, long time ago, is every city you go to now, it, everything's pretty much the same. It's just different weather. Same strip malls, same like whatever. Unless you go somewhere that has some actual history, then it's pretty much the same everywhere. So but that's the thing that that she that I think that she didn't get was she, I had like my hometown was the booming metropolis to all these little tiny 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 towns like of 300 or 1000 or whatever it's called the crossroads of texas so that it had 60,000 people and we were considered the big town you know between all these little towns and it, like i can see live you know being happy in a place like modesto because you have it's a suburb of well I'm not sure where exactly it is but isn't it like a suburb of you know Los Angeles or you know bigger cities yeah it's definitely up more north of L- it's the middle the middle of California yeah i mean so so <laughs> Sorry. you could so you could have i mean you know when you're stuck in a little crappy town like i mean no offense to victorians but when you're stuck in a little town where there's questionable medical care questionable you know uh nowhere to shop you know no you know uh, the schooling might not be as good you know whatever the case might be there's not a university or there's only one university um you know you don't your choices are limited so you know when we when i was growing up it was like i can't wait to leave i can't wait to leave i can't wait to go to this university i can't wait to go to this college whatever you know, so I I kind of took offense a little bit, not really, but, you know, a little bit to, you know, her saying, well, you know, if uh, if you don't like your hometown, there's something wrong or it's probably something wrong with you or whatever, something that's yes. in, in you, you know, but it's like, but she didn't grow up in a, in a town that was 60,000 people, you know, uh, in the middle of all these little, little towns where you were considered the big town. You know, and, you know, you have to drive two hours to get to a a major city, Um, you know, so it's it was just different for me growing up, you know, Um, so in California, it's just way different, I would imagine, than it was for us, you know, in in Texas, you know, so, you know, it's just like growing up, it was like, 
the big thing was to go to Houston and go to Olive Garden. Ooh, <laughs> that was such a treat. And and either my perception has changed or well, Olive Garden has gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> because think... it used to be such a treat, you know? <laughs> I Yeah, I, I remember going and I think we would do like the salad and breadsticks or whatever. And my mom would always try and like... Let's try and get take as much to go as possible. <laughs> she was so cheap. But I do remember thinking like, this is something. And then yeah. having it as an adult, I'm like, the breadstick, I mean, the salad is good. The food, everything sucks. The breadsticks are even gross. I'm like, how do you mess up bread? Yeah, <laughs> It's not as good as it was when you were a kid. But yeah, you're right. Your perspectives are definitely different depending on where you live. Yeah, And to judge someone for not liking their hometown, I mean... You think about all the people where they say, oh, this person is from this town, this uh, celebrity, but Mm -hmm. they didn't die in that town because they wanted to get the hell out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You want to experience more than, you know, than than just your, your perspective that's there, you know, and, you know, you can be happy anywhere. You really can be, but when you're a kid, you want to experience see what there is out there you know yes and, and I that's can respect exactly how it was like yeah and i can respect liking where you grew up and your hometown and never leaving and that's fine because you found happiness you're fine but yeah. to judge others for wanting to get out is like eh, i don't think that's quite right <laughs> yeah exactly well we should ask scott peterson Ugh. how he's doing <laughs> Yeah, I looked it up on the map. It's five hours north of me. I'm in Southern California. So it's middle mm-hmm. of California. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's kind of more, more towards the north. But still, I mean, the middle of California is kind of, it's kind of like the some parts of Texas, like Tyler, Texas, or like Lubbock, where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lubbock's uh, Waylon great. Jennings I mean, and you, you, uh, a big some people were born here. There and- yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. That's okay. I was saying nothing. <laughs> As usual, <laughs> Raphael, this is the point where someone else also needs to interrupt me. Um, so Marcella grew up in the house. This is the house I always wanted to have. When I was a kid, I thought when I become an adult and when I have kids, I want to have the house that has all the snacks. I want to be where everybody wants to go hang out. And it sounded like she had that house. And I think that's very cool. Although it sounds like her... Her parental units were not so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Her experience was, I guess Modesto is a white town or whitewashed as she called it. And her experience of growing up brown in a white town where you feel different. But then she was saying she is lighter skinned and I don't know. This whole thing made me I, I don't understand these self-hating latinos where sorry rafi you can keep you can keep yourself on mute but why <laughs> is it that the lighter skinned latinos are more coveted like why are the grandparents so excited about that's gross to me like a whole thing is like so this whole episode i was like oh my god i just want to shake the i mean uh, uh. Anyway, wait, um, Rafi, you're light skinned. Go ahead. <laughs> wait, I'm curious. What? Why is she a self-hating? 
she's not self-hating. Her grandmother is. Oh, yeah. So she said that this is uh, one one of the things that I uh, enjoyed about this episode. She said that uh, colorism is rampant in the Latino community. Uh, and <laughs> yes. I've talked about this before, but yeah. yeah, I'm superior because of my beautiful light skin. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that's never gone awry in the past, has it? Chirp, chirp. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's weird to focus so much on skin color, especially people that feel marginalized, to have it in your own community when we all should be one community, LaRafi. See, that's in a perfect world. See, I know. (laughs) It could be, but we all self-segregate, so it's just stupid. Yeah, I uh, the only time I uh, make people feel bad about uh, their skin color is when uh, they make fun <laughs> of me for being so pale. <laughs> well, see, I had her problem. Gr- I had all different things, and I know I've shared this with you, and you don't understand, and you don't maybe believe it. But growing up, I was considered brown and Mexican, and I was put into a school a class when I was in kindergarten that was Spanish speaking only. And when I went in there, I was just very confused. And then when I moved to Texas, uh, I was, we were the Mexicans on the street. <laughs> but then moving to California, I was still, I was too Mexican to hang out with the white girls. And then later it was like, I was too white to hang out with Mexicans. And then I was just like, well, I guess I'll just hang out with like the Indian and the Asian. <laughs> you know, Lisa, I think there's a, a song by a group called Aquid that uh, will... <laughs> <laughs> that will uh, let others know your But here's plight. the thing. It's all based on other people's perspectives. It's like what people are telling me, I, what group I'm supposed to be in. So I was always confused. I was marginalized by every different group. It's like, okay, I can't fit in anywhere. And then put a layer of woman on it. It's like, okay, you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> um, anyway, Erin, uh, what's your experience with any of this? I'm so white that I... I- I, you know, I don't really have any experience, um, with it. Um, you know, I, I don't have any experience with it. Um, personal experience. Um, the only, and I feel, you know, maybe I have that, that white privilege thing. I, I don't know. Um, my, my town is, predominantly or I don't know predominantly but like a, a lot of Hispanic um and so I grew up with a grew up with uh not a lot of Hispanic friends but you know a good majority um to this day I still have you know a, a good amount of Hispanic friends uh from high school um and I really never felt uh marginalized in that way the, I, I I think there was only, like, I always felt marginalized because I was fat, but never for being, uh, you know, a different color, you know. Uh, well, obviously, because I'm white, but. Yeah, so add that yeah. layer to mine as well, yeah. Well, well <laughs> the, the one time, this is silly, and I'm probably going to get shit on, but the one time that I felt what I think it might have felt to be um, marginalized in that way was 
Okay, y'all are going to totally, you might want to cut this out because it's a stupid story, probably. Okay, <laughs> so I went to the fancy uptown part of Dallas one time because I was feeling like I wanted to be fancy. And I happened to have, and I'm I'm a big lady, or I, I, I've lost a lot of weight, but I was even bigger back then. And I had on a Christmas sweater in November and it was almost Christmas, you know, and, um, and it wasn't, I wasn't being ironic. I just liked the sweatshirt and it happened to be a Christmas sweatshirt. And, um, I had on also a, um, a, uh, scarf that was multicolored and you know what? I was using it for warmth, you know, whatever. So anyway, I wasn't the fashion plate. Plus I was chubby. I was, I was fat. I was, I wasn't chubby. I was fat. And I was probably in my 20s, like probably you know, like 25 or so. And I go up to, I'll just name it, I'll, I'll call it out, Matthew Tully Salon in Uptown, Dallas. And I go in there and, and I go, can I, you know, I wanted to get my hair fancy done. And I go, can I have a, an appointment? The, the guy looks at me, he's young, and he goes, he doesn't even look down at the, uh, at the roster or whatever. And he goes, we don't have anything for you. I was like, oh, I was like, what? He goes, please tell me you had I, a pretty woman moment. And you're like, big I, I mistake. Wish, I wish, but it, I, I was just baffled. I was like, what? Oh, we have nothing. He just like flipped the page without looking at it. He goes, we have nothing today. Then I guess the owner or somebody higher up than him was, was working. Um, and he goes, Matthew, look at that again. And Matthew or whoever, whatever looks down. He's like, oh, well, I guess we could fit you in at five o'clock later. And I, and you know, me being, Ugh. you know, economical, I was like, how much does it cost? And he's like $50 or whatever. And I, he go, he goes, $50. Is that okay with you? And I go, yes. I go, yes. Ew. And I walked out and then I called and I canceled. Cause I was like, I'm not going there. And I would have hit up the first Burger King and be like, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> I probably did that. Um, but it, it, it felt like to me, this is, this must be, be what it like, what it's like to be discriminated against because of your color or for whatever, you know? Yes. And cause I mean, I know I've been discriminated against cause of my size, but it hasn't been that overt, you know? And, um, you know, I, I, I just, ne- it had never been that obvious before because most people when it comes to size discrimination aren't as you know obvious about that's it that's very you true know, you know they're they're nicer about it they just talk about you behind your back or they don't hire yeah, you yeah exactly <laughs> yes. you know, they don't hire you or they don't pick you or whatever the case might be you know they they don't swipe right you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> that brings um, me back to my ninth grade friend that called me a cow in front of everybody i'm like okay what? well hey let's let's be best friends for 20 years i finally got rid of her <laughs> I wasn't even that big then. I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, it's, it's a roller coaster, but here's the thing. Like everyone has something and it's what you do with it and what you want. I mean, we could all feel like victims or we can, like, Mm -hmm. I would have been through the, sitting in the drive-thru and been like, you're right. I'm too fat to get my hair pretty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, but then they win. And, Mm -hmm. you know, at least now I think size has been so much more accepted yeah uh it's changed a lot but then with like i don't know everything's just the world is crazy right now yeah but i don't know if this marcella brought is changing stuff um let's see what else she grew up with a misogynist which sounded horrible having Mm -hmm. your dad call you a 
the C word. I can't even say it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I complain about the fact that my dad abandoned me, but like, if my dad was around and calling me the C word, I don't, I think I would have chosen my situation. I know. Oh. Which drives me to this. Hold on. Okay. Little Rafi. Uh, I didn't know uh, <laughs> they made, well, I guess they do make old English in a can, don't they? Fuck you. You guess they do. You just think they might. You don't celebrate their entire catalog. Listen, of I've only had one forty-ouncer of Old English, and uh, it was ever or tonight. Ever. Oh, and uh, that was my high school beer. <laughs> well, I did not do Strawberry Hill or whatever Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. I did Mad Dog. <laughs> I did OE. <laughs> But I did have a crush on Snoop Dogg, so that's that's uh, the other thing. Okay, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Um, okay, so Marcella also talked about feeling comfortable to say how we feel, and she was saying that people, and this is something I'm going through personally, which I'm not going to drag up now, but being scared of the truth, and I feel like the only people that are scared of the truth are doing wrong. So. When you start getting pushback from people when you are telling the truth, it's only because they're scared of it and they don't want to be called out. So keep on speaking up. But I do feel like I I remember having fights with my sister where she would, you know, she'd be so mean to people and so mean to me. And she would say, well, at least I'm being honest. And there is a real fine line between being honest and being honestly a bitch, (laughs) which she was. Um, But and I feel like, I don't know, Marcella says she feels like people are scared of her. And this might be the reason is that she doesn't maybe know the the boundary of what's being honest and what is just being bitchy. I'm not really sure because I don't really know her her comedy. But have either of you seen her in anything? No, I haven't. Uh, so after this episode, which I did enjoy, by the way, I, I think, Lisa, you are not a fan, but... I uh, enjoyed this episode, and afterwards I went and listened to her album, which uh, had just come out. And she's funny. I like her. Uh, But I don't know any of her, like, at midnight appearances or any of that stuff. And I don't watch uh, TBS's Drop the Mic, although I did go and watch the battle she talked about with Usher and Anthony Anderson, and it was okay. Uh... But uh, that's uh, Jensen Karp's show, and I thought it was interesting that she uh, did not enjoy that. True. I I did like her honesty in that respect, where Mm -hmm. she would say, I didn't like that. I'm going to talk, you know, hey, this person I didn't like, uh, whatever his name is, (laughs) that she talked about not liking, that was mean to her. I like that she was honest with that kind of stuff, because that... I hate it when people are guarded. It's like, who cares? If you're not going to get work because you told the truth, then oh well. I don't know. You'll find something else. So I did like that part of her. Yeah, I enjoyed her uh, honesty as well. And I enjoyed her. I mean, I I wouldn't want her to tell me off, but <laughs> I liked her yeah. a lot. And I, you know, if she, if I, you know, if I was inclined, I would, I would listen to her album for sure. Um, she seems like, she seems very, uh, I don't know the word. What's the word? Transparent. Uh, uh, I was going to say the C word. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you're right. She does see, seem transparent. Yeah, and, and vulnerable too. Like, like not, she doesn't seem too tough. You know, like she seems vulnerable and likable. 
and uh, I I liked her. I liked her a lot. Now she does. She did say that she said nobody could uh, insult her, or no one could. Uh, I don't know what she what her terminology was. No one could phase her. I forgot what she said. But I'm wondering if she's just putting up that tough ex- exterior because you know, growing up with a dad like that, I don't know you know how that changes how you look at the world um but i do wonder if she if she can feel or if she has to put up that kind of you know tough guy image all the time but i'd like to well this is the one thing i think that i the whole story i liked everything i think i was enjoying the show but when she started saying that joke or talking about the the drunk white women thing and trying to say, trying to justify it, I just felt like this kind of racism is not going to make anything kind of progress. And if you put, if you exchange any other color with white, it's going to sound racist because it is. <laughs> and she wouldn't like that. I don't think if people said, oh, a bunch of drunk, whatever. I, you know, if you say white, that's just kind of like a blanket of basically absence of anything. And is what she's saying. And so she knows she's being derogatory, but then she's trying to back it up by saying, Oh, this guy's got, got my back. It's like, eh, I don't know. I think that's where she kind of lost me. Oh, well at the beginning too, when she was judging the, the hometown person uh, that hated their hometown. But uh, other than that, she was quite great. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Cause I, you know, I, you, you pointed that out that, uh, you know, any other race, in there would have been come off very uh, racist. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, you know, I think I think it's because I've been on both sides of it. Where growing up, it's, well, in my family, my mom is super white looking, and my my the family that I was a part of was her family. So I always felt kind of like the black sheep, but they all accepted me. But then when I moved to Texas, like the neighbors would kind of like oh who are those mexican kids and my mom would say oh they're mine (laughs) and she's like so white that she's clear but then i lightened up a lot when i grew up and also i you know i became you know my my makeup is whiter and people thought that i was goth (laughs) like much like allison (laughs) or like i don't know where you're getting this from and i look at pictures i'm like okay i see but uh yeah i just don't like to go out in the sun even though i'm californian (laughs) but i think i'm getting drunk i'm sorry (laughs) And this is where Lisa goes off the rails and starts ranting. Okay, this is going to go nowhere unless Rafi wants to talk about it, but... Uh, I'm good. Okay, so she did do the How Dare You segment with Marcella. One question for you, Erin. Did you... Do you like this new segment? Yeah, I like it. When they answer very truthfully, like, you know what I mean? They don't dodge the question. That's true. And she did uh, answer... I shouldn't have uh, let you see behind the curtain there with my drinking. Okay, (laughs) so the only thing I got out of this How Dare You was that Allison might fantasize about a threesome. (laughs) Sounds like she's entertained the idea. Other than that, I I didn't get anything else from it, but but (laughs) that that stuck out to me. I like that she brought Tony into the mix. It's too much work. How spoiled are you, sir? <laughs> That's why you have to have two guys, duh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Double. Anyway. 
Isn't that a devil's uh, three-way? Sure. <laughs> Ooh, cool. Thanks for naming the episode. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Rafi, devil's three-way? <laughs> uh, well, see, this goes back to when uh, we were talking about <laughs> foursomes. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. uh, and then you said, uh, what's the ratio there? Right. And I said zero or 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 something one that, to three yeah one he said I zero and i thought you might want to throw one into the mix no i'm okay yeah. just four That'd ladies four have women. at it <laughs> four ladies have at it <laughs> now that sounds like work <laughs> and going back really quick uh the people that send in questions over twitter and patreon whitney always has great questions and uh i just wanted to give her a shout out for sending in good questions yay Anything else from Monday before we move on to Thursday? No. Really quick. <laughs> uh, another thing she said that I really agreed with was she was talking about working in a bank and how she hated the humor and customers coming in yes. with the same stupid jokes. Oh, and literally right. someone today told me working hard or hardly working. Oh. <laughs> and I resisted dropping a 50-pound box on their head, but uh, I thought about it. <laughs> But I feel like I know that I am guilty of filling air with nonsense. And, well, you can listen to every episode of this show. But when I'm in a, you know, when you are around somebody, you have that small talk where you have to kind of force something. Otherwise, nothing is said. And maybe nothing being said is better. But I will say stuff like that. Not as horrible as that. But, you know, oh weather comes up a lot where it's like why am i even asking it's fucking california it's always 75 to 85 degrees here <laughs> i don't know yeah the sun's out okay <laughs> but uh yeah th- that was funny that she was talking about that although i don't know i think that just comes with the territory i mean it's like being it prepares you for anything in life you have to repeat like being a parent yeah that's pretty much 18 years of repeating yourself and hoping they he- heard you when they finally have kids, they're going to be like, oh, now I heard her. But, like, that's just something you have to do. I don't know. I guess I could just drop boxes on their heads. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to Thursday. But before that, I don't have any sponsors, so I'm not going to talk about that. But the Best Friends Fan Cast group recording is coming quickly. It's going to be on March 9th, 10th, and 11th. I'm so excited that Whitney's going to be here. We're going to have Paul here all these new people james leroy wilson did i say leroy <laughs> leroy <laughs> sorry james by the way i started reading his book it's it's got me hooked so far uh but i'm just excited little rafi you're gonna be here is megan coming i need to know uh so uh, megan will megan, not let me down. be here because <gasps> she's going to be in london with the summer me or whatever <laughs> she can um, pick any other weekend yeah i know right it's like oh my dad's getting married yeah fucking right guy like <laughs> real uh fucking believable story there uh so no megan will not be there but it's okay we have a ton of new people coming by. We're yes. just going to be flopping all over your house. We're probably going to have yep. some overflow going to Joanna's house. Yep. Uh, I'll sleep in the bathtub. I don't care. Um, 
So, oh, uh, I already have a pillow. I already have your Tinkerbell pillow set up in there. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. And um, update, I bought my tickets to Australia. Mm-hmm. I'm so that jealous. That is so cool. Uh, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going alone. You need to look, I fu- look up Kara. Kara, Kara, so. if you're listening, Lil Rafi's going to be in your hood. You need to hook up and do a little interview with her. For sure. That's do we have any other friends that are there? Yeah. Who knows? But but Kara, you got to go go check her go check her out. What? Um, but yeah, I it's the 150th episode. That's kind of amazing. I'm pretty excited. You're gonna be here, Lil Rafi. Joanna's gonna be here. Ray Morgan's gonna be here. I'm hoping Bruised by Dawn. I haven't heard from you, Bruised by Dawn. Are you still listening? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sounded shitty. But Paul's gonna bring one of his beers that he's made and it's just going to be all oh and becky's going to be here it's just a bunch of the the people that come every single year which is awesome that people make this uh, they're dedicated and then all these new people that are coming dude yeah, i'm, I'm I just go. beyond ex- it's like a whole weekend of allison stuff we're going to go to the <laughs> junk show on sunday i talked to david huntsberger today he told me he will be doing the junk show that weekend so he's excited that we're all coming so yeah it's and why don't you fly out aaron <laughs> i wish if all if all allison fans would give me one dollar i could afford it <laughs> yes that's actually probably true uh yeah i it's 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 it always overwhelms me that people spend their money and want to spend time and come have an Allison weekender at my house. It's it's super cool. When is it again? It's uh, March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Oh, that'd be awesome. And of course, people can come on. The, the 8th is a Friday. So this is the thing. I did it Saturday to Monday because of the junk show, but my house is open. So if people want to come on Friday and stay till Monday, that's cool. However that works. I'm going to start a Facebook messenger group with the people that want to come so we can get this all situated so we all know what's going on. I'm just really excited. We're going to do all kinds of, you know, Allison related things. We'll try and find some sort of, are we going to watch Laverne and Shirley? Is that what we're going to do? What's, what's our watching thing that we're going to do? Um, we're going to force everyone to watch Seinfeld. And then after that, <laughs> we'll watch uh, some Curb Your Enthusiasm. Maybe the B movie. So we'll movie. take their eyes open. Okay. Because otherwise, how are they going to get this show? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only thing left I think we have is Laverne and Shirley, because I think we've watched everything else that's Allison related movie wise. What about Facts but, of Life? Ooh, that's good. Okay, so we did watch that Christmas one, but we did like a uh, live tweet. We didn't watch it in person. That's a great idea, actually. We could do like a marathon Facts of Life. That's a great idea. Also, we're actually missing a vital, very important film to allison's history uh we could all watch uh ace ventura pet detective or part two uh when nature calls and then lose our virginities to some guy (laughs) on our half birthday (laughs) (laughs) oh i know we could watch steven dorf movies (laughs) didn't she love him she loved him right probably sounds about right so maybe I need to... Okay, so that guy that she dated that I was friends with, maybe I need to try and find him and like get him to show up. Like Just like the outside people. <laughs> I realized I made out with two... I forgot that I had made out with two guys from that band. <laughs> Not just one. <laughs> well, I had sex with one of the guys, but... <laughs> Let's be honest. 
And her boyfriend did uh, flirt with me. I'm like, eh, you're not my type. <laughs> but you're like, uh, but that hey. Allison girl. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I remember making fun of all of their girlfriends because I'm like, you really like trolls. <laughs> and it wasn't Allison. I never. I'm. We must have crossed paths because we had we. Uh, it was the same years, like the same two years that I was friends with them and living with them. But I don't know how I didn't meet her or remember her. Anyway, sidetrack big time. Okay. Anyways, I'm excited about that because it's coming up. It's what's this? Is this episode 147? I think this might be 148. Oh, shit. Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is it? Okay. So episode 150, you guys at my house. Oh, shit. It's Childish Chat. Have either of you been listening and listened to the last episode? Yes. Of course. I don't know if I okay. finished it, though. We don't, do, we don't go in deep to it. I forgot to tell you about this okay. part. But So, Allison's dream about Ben Franklin's powdered <laughs> oh, that sperm. Was so weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that gave her an orgasm? The, that whole story, I just thought, wow, okay, this is... That was very visual. That was a visual. <laughs> it was a visual. <laughs> and then it was well, a press just... packet or something? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, like you world? have a bunch of other things in there, and then you have your little powdered Benjamin Franklin sperm. <laughs> Gross. That was very weird. And then, and then it was it was like a a, a gel. Wait, wait, like it was coming out of her, but she couldn't rinse it out. And it, oh, so weird. And she couldn't rinse it out for several hours. So I just wonder: is Daniel already at work when this happens? Because I want to know if he's witnessing any of this. <laughs> And I'm sure he doesn't listen to her this show, so I wonder if he if she, well she shares everything. I imagine she probably told him about that, and I wonder what he thinks. Is he like, wow, she thinks of me as a real Ben Franklin, or she's thinking about you know fantasizing about? I don't know. The whole thing was an interesting dream, but pregnancy dreams are the weirdest. Dreams are weird anyway, but my pregnancy dreams are always just. They were like that, where you're just like, I don't know. I don't know what this means. This is the weirdest thing. And you can't make that stuff up. Uh, They talked about having live shows. And I'm super excited if that's going to be something. Because hitching up with Greg Fitzsimmons is a great idea. Because he's a a person that likes to be out there. And when I went to go see him, I went to LA with Superfan Megan. And... We just thought, oh, let's go check out, you know, who's playing. All right, Greg Fitzsimmons. Let's go watch him. And so he was playing. Awesome. I tweeted to him. Oh, you know, we saw you. Super funny. He said, oh, which show did you go to? He did like three or four in one night. It's just like, oh, he's just out there, you know, and there's tons of places and he's got the hookup. So in other words, more Allison and Lil Rafi. That means you need to move here. Duh. um okay and having guests on what do you think about them having guests on that show i think that would be a a good addition actually i think it would work for that show i don't think that allison has figured out where um like i don't know if she's gained her footing there yet does that make sense i feel like maybe greg is up in her head because and she kind of let that out this last episode where she said oh you say i'm too broadcastery and i think now she's trying to go the exact opposite and i think there needs to be a middle ground where she's kind of comfortable because there are some times where i feel like they're just friends chatting 
But then it sometimes feels like she's reading the news and it's kind of switches a little. So they're still kind of like getting a feel for it, but I really do enjoy the show a lot. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy it. And I don't have kids and I'm not married, so but I still enjoy it. And I think that says a lot about how entertaining they both can be. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. For sure. But their advice for the guy who had the five-year-old that was playing around with the other, um, I think this is more of a red flag than they're saying. I know everybody kind of does stuff, but five years old, I, that happened with me and the person that was doing it to me was also five years old, but I feel like he learned that somewhere. I don't know where you learn those things. Uh, and it's probably from an adult, which is kind of scary. So yeah, there's, I think there's certain stuff that is normal. And then there's some stuff that I think is taught and is acted out and it's not, I don't know. The whole thing didn't sound very good to me. Well, it also, it, to me, it sounded very negligent on the parents. Well, that too. I, mean, I like they, how he like made sure and said, oh, we are drinking beers. Yeah. For sure. Oh, we were drinking beers and the one kid was locked in a room. I was like, huh? I don't understand what's happening here. And you're not even around them. You just, and on this is how floor? men parent, by the way. No, oh. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. I don't, this sounded not normal. And I'm surprised that they were both said, oh, that's normal. Everyone's always naked. Okay. Greg, I know you live in Venice where like the weirdos live, but <laughs> that is not normal. Yeah. That was very roughy. Diddling five-year-olds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, against (laughs) question mark all right shall we talk about thursday sure all right we were her little scotch kisses sent in by me i got a second one on patreon okay Uh, i'm I'm coming for you kelly (laughs) hold the phone yeah first of all has this been a card before because I feel like no, it, I've it, sent it, it in before. Okay, I was like, either it's been picked before, or maybe you just have sent it in before. I've sent it in before, but the Carbzar is sleeping. Okay, so in that case, congratulations on having a back-to-back <laughs> carb. <laughs> I can't believe I got two. I after I got the one, I thought, well, I'm not going to send them in anymore, even though I see. Becky Milliner still sending them in and uh, the the lady from Hawaii, she still sends hers in and they both have gotten them. And I thought, good for them. They're still playing the game. I thought, you know what? And actually, Claire Brockelman, shout out to you. She sent in one that I thought should have been the winner. It was X-rated Candy Hearts or Valentine Hearts or something. I thought, oh, that's perfect. And then I thought, well, I'm going to throw in Scotch Kisses because that's a Valentine and it's Allison's favorite candy. And she picked it. I am shocked. So I think the carbs are has been fired. <laughs> uh, In other if, words, it's all system go. I'm playing every single week, no matter what. And know, Kelly Lundquist, uh, I'm not coming for you. You're. I'll never live up to your four. She has four. I mean, come on. I mean, if you get your carb picked the next two weeks in a row, this will be like uh, this will be like the Tom Brady argument. You know, you'll be the greatest of all time. <laughs> but I, no offense, Lisa, I don't think you're going to get picked next week. And uh, if you you do, then uh, that's some bullshit. (laughs) What if I put, like, uh, glasses and a mustache on in my picture? (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, an interesting tactic. Sure. Also, Renee got a drop. I'm so excited for her. And it was a good one, too. That 
reminds me, Lisa, I didn't tell you this, but we've got a new segment. (laughs) It's the Culver Corner. Uh, Shout out to uh, Leanne. Uh, Let's hope that this works. So like I mentioned, I have been listening to all the... (laughs) Did you say, oh, God? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I love this. I'm loving this. I've been listening to all of the previous Renee episodes from the beginning of her her first appearance, looking for drops. And I I said that by the time I finish, he'll probably already have picked one for her. But I still did all the work, and I compiled about 30 seconds worth of little Renee clips. And let's see if... This works, and you guys tell me if I should send any of these, all of these, or none of these to Jeff. None. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Are you playing them? Yeah, I can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear them? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm leaving that whole thing in. I was like, okay, he's chuckling like he's playing something, not like he's fumbling with his electronics. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, uh, we'll add those in post and you guys will have to uh, okay. <laughs> listen. And uh... Great job. Wow, that was fun and you funny. Need to send all of those. Great job. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I was listening like, oh, this, this is going great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, congratulations uh, to Renee for having a uh, drop added to the show. And now her 19, uh, 2019 uh, resolution is done. I wonder what. Uh, she's going to do it the rest of the year. Yeah, seriously, it's already done. February 14th. Bye. You're good. <laughs> it is funny that just two weeks ago, we were talking about you compiling these. I got a baby have- mouth on me. Did you guys know that I went to work this week with a spoon in my back pocket? And it was a big spoon. No normal person should. Describe this, but it's not a dick. And it's this, you dumb dumb. And you can just put a spoon in your back pocket. Let's have a pudding party! At what age can you call your kid a little shit? Let's get nuts! I woke up with a boob hanging out because my armpits get stinky. And then Allison sent out on Patreon, uh, send send me your questions for David and Renee, Daniel and I, because I'm going to do a special bonus episode after we record the Thursday show. And my question to Renee was, how are we going to get you a drop? (laughs) (laughs) So when there was a drop, I thought, oh, my gosh, did they record it before? And then Colonel Jeff's like scrambling to give her one. But no, they recorded it afterwards. So it's just it was finally it was meant to be. And that was a good one. And I can't wait to hear what you did for us. (laughs) I mean, actually, it was great. I forgot. It was great. So I listened to David Huntsberger's uh, bonus episode on Patreon where he talked about his health update. And I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. 
and I can't believe what he went through. And then on this Thursday show, he basically summed up the exact whole bonus episode <laughs> on today. So, uh, you know, he went into a little bit more detail because it was an hour long that he talked about it. And he's good at telling a story. Yeah. But listening to that, it just, I mean, there's so much about it. The positives, he vacations like a pro. It sounds like he gets like the most out of a trip. I mean, he goes and he has every day with all these things he's going to do and see. And I just, I don't know. It just seems like he really does know how to vacation. And his family and his girlfriend, or he called her her life, his life partner. I, I just think the whole, the whole thing sounded very good. But getting sick or even getting hospitalized on a trip is the worst I mean, it's the worst outcome. It's the thing you think is never going to happen. And then I feel like this is probably the worst of the worst because now you're also to add a layer of Puerto Rico on it. (laughs) I mean, to be away from home and be in the hospital and not know what's going on and then to be under the care of people that don't speak your language and you don't know if they're doing things correctly. I think just the whole thing was just crazy. Yeah, I would not have wanted to be in that situation. That's got to be the worst. And then being sent home with no pain medication, no antibiotics, and having to go back. And then they don't know where the doctor is. And having Puerto Rican (laughs) nurse Ratchet helping you with a little bonnet on her head. And, oh, it's got to be the worst. I I was listening to it, and I was just in pain myself. Yes, I still oh. feel like, and you know, when he recorded that bonus episode, apparently he said that he went to the hospital after that. So just his whole mentality of, okay, I've got this. And oh no, you don't. But what hospital does surgeries and doesn't give you antibiotics? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And no pain medication? I don't, uh, I think I would be like him and just say, well, they know what they're doing and just leave. But mm-hmm. someone, let's say like Marcella, being in the hospital would be like, oh, hell no. You're giving yeah. me all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, it's that mentality of we're not supposed to question authority. You know, they know True. they know more than we do. Like Allison's talk, talked about it before, how she knows in her gut what she's supposed to do or what's supposed to happen or whatever the case might be, but she doesn't want to question authority. And right. uh, I can't remember an instance when she when she's been through that, but she I know she's told stories like this before. You know, where she just wants to be a good little girl and you know follow the rules. And she knows in her heart that something's wrong or she needs to do something, but she doesn't want to question it, you know, because they know what they're doing, you know, right. and they don't know what they're doing, you know, that you need to speak up for yourself. And, uh, you know, I've learned that, you know, over the course of my dealings with hospitals and sick loved ones that sometimes they don't know what they're doing or they're late or they're, you know, whatever the case might be, you know, that you do have to be your own advocate. And it's, ugh. I, I can't even imagine what he went through. It's just the worst. Ugh. It's horrible. And it just, and having, you know, incisions on the wrong side of your body and mm. leave and having to go to back to the hospital multiple times. I just and not the speaking thing, the language. Oh, yes. It just, yeah, everything about it. It sounded like at the beginning, though, little Rafi, you'll, you'll, you'll probably agree with me on this. It sounded like he was going the holistic route, like Tor. Tor Ekman. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> uh, how many times can we bring that guy up in this episode or show? Uh, not enough. This, uh, his whole saga reminded me of one of my fears, I guess, is like to be in a foreign country and have to like go to the hospital. Because one thing I wanted to ask him about is like, so how do you like pay for this? Like, Right. Does, like, do mm-hmm. they? I'm guessing they don't take health insurance. I don't know. Um, I am looking forward to going to Australia. Hopefully, I oh, don't have anything happen <laughs> to me while I'm there. But at least they're like a a real country. You know, I'm, I'm sure they have real <laughs> doctors. No offense, Puerto Rico. Um, but but I. It's funny because yesterday, earlier before I, I think it was before I actually listened to the episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yesterday, because I, I work nights, so my days are all fucked up. But yesterday, I, I occasionally I do get like a sharp pain in my like right in the middle of my stomach. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. and then I didn't put it together till like the second listen of this episode. I was like, holy shit, what if I'm going to have it? Because he said that he's had it for like months or whatever, yeah. or I don't know how long. And I was like, should I go just have a cat scan just for funsies and be like uh, is everything okay before i hop on a fucking plane to goddamn australia for 19 hours <laughs> oh oh nah nah caution to the wind yeah just make I sure mean, you get up and walk every two hours because you could get blood clots yes see aaron knows this <laughs> yeah also there's something that aaron doesn't know about little rafi is he eats food that's left out for days no that guy there's a guy on the internet who Thank ate you. pasta Keep going. i he saw this pasta after five days he died okay okay <gasps> here's the thing first of all uh i don't super fan megan might might be right <laughs> in this one first of all i don't really do that anymore um it's mm. now like if I make like a, a pizza at home or whatever, or if we order pizza, like as soon as I'm done eating, it goes straight into the fridge. So okay, there's cool. that. Second of all, I'm sure my stomach has like, maybe it's like dropped a little in its powerful strength, <laughs> but uh, I still think I would be fine. Second of all, or third of all, that guy's a sick oh, fuck because five fucking days, I'm talking about overnight, Lisa. I'm not talking about up 24 hours. 48 hours, five days. I don't know how many fucking hours that is, but it's like 80, 100,000. I don't know. Uh, oh my that, God. That's a long fucking time. I'm glad that guy's dead. If, oh! if he survived, I would go to his hospital and smother him with a pillow myself. Well, apparently, apparently he, he would eat his, his uh, roommate's food. And so he didn't know how old it was. And so it had been out for five days, apparently. And so he ate it and he started feeling bad. So he ate or he drank some Pepto-Bismol. And apparently that interacted with him poorly. And that's what caused him to die. That is so weird. I didn't hear about this. But see, I was on. Here's the thing. This is another thing Aaron doesn't know about. But superfan Megan. There was this fight between Megan and Raphael. And by the way, Raphael, mm-hmm. I meant to say when you're introducing yourself that we haven't heard Ultra Fan for quite a long time. So I, we might want to bring that back. Side note. Uh, okay, so they had this fight where Megan likes to have sleeping pills and wine. <laughs> wow. And Raphael, right? Party time. And Raphael likes to eat food that's been sitting out for day, 
day, apparently, is what he's saying now. <laughs> and I was saying, I mean, if you think about like anybody you hear that, you know, any rock star or any old actor or anybody that's ever died, it's usually complications between alcohol and drugs or pills. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was more worried for her. Now, I don't know. You know, again, and this is just... Uh, oh, boy. Backing up this his is, problem. This is completely different to what I was doing, but... Also, this is like, this is karma. This is karma, Kramer, because this guy's eating his roommate's food. Even more reason to kill this guy. I'm glad he's dead. Much like the lady that died in the windstorm. <laughs> that I told you about that the tree fell on her. It's like, well, maybe don't be out when it's windy. I don't know. Okay. I will look this story up before I decide <laughs> whose side I'm on. But still. You know, here's the thing. My refrigerator is still not working since November. And so I've had to throw away a lot of things and I don't keep anything in there that is, well, it's like water. I'll put water bottles in there basically. And that's about it. Maybe some fruit. But uh, so Raphael, if you want to come put your leftovers in my refrigerator (laughs) when you're here, I'm hoping it's fixed by the time you guys are all here. Because it's really embarrassing. Plus it like Uh... beeps every five minutes. I'm literally, like, going nuts. I hope you're being literal and that's not a euphemism. I don't know. I'm I'm confused now. What are we talking about? (laughs) Okay. Yes. uh, Take your Z-Packs before you go to (laughs) Australia is where we're at. Plus, if you come to my house and get sick, isn't that right before you're going to the Outback? Yeah, that's right. And by the way... Your favorite restaurant, right? (laughs) That's right. uh, Also from last week... Uh, Sizzler and Outback. It's Outback's your favorite, Raphael. This is a joke, but I do problem. enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy Outback Steakhouse. What? Um, hold on. What do you enjoy about it besides the the, the knife onion? Okay. That <laughs> no, so yes. I, is I that don't the even truth? Like the blooming onion that much? The blooming onion, I should say. But me and Kelly have talked about on here before how their broccoli is the most delicious broccoli in the okay. world. But it's not actually my favorite restaurant, but my joke is that it's my favorite restaurant. I do enjoy it. Joke's uh, on what's you. your problem, Lisa? You go to In N Out like twice a week. So I, I don't want do to hear not, it. but I would if I could. And <laughs> Outback, that's a joke. That's almost as bad as saying as your Sizzler is your favorite. When with the, we have a Sizzler down the street and I drive by, I'm like, who's going here? I don't get it. But anyway. It's a feeding trough. Like Golden Corral. Yes. It's a feeding trough. Because we have a hometown buffet. Golden Corral. And it's just, I don't get it. When I was younger, once again, my mom took us to Sizzler and she made us steal food. We had to line our pockets. <laughs> okay. So... <What? laughs> This is a little peek into my childhood. Also, I wanted to mention one more thing from last week's show. Raphael, I think you asked Lauren or maybe you were just wondering. I don't know what. Anyway, if you've ever heard anybody pee on a podcast, like if you've ever heard that part of a show. Number one, I feel like you probably subscribe to lots of urination shows, but (laughs) you have heard because I every time I say thank God for panty liners, it's because I'm laughing until I pee on this show. <laughs> uh, so I've done it more than once. <laughs> I almost did it tonight. <laughs> uh, I forget what the I have purchased Benoit balls. Don't worry. Party. 
But uh, <laughs> there's something to do with Pay that. Party podcast? Is that what you're subscribed to? <laughs> no, I do not subscribe to any of those. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. It's not. Lisa's Rafi a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> And as far as uh, you wedding yourself, Lisa, uh, if I ever make you laugh that hard, I will be very proud. Okay. Well, it happens often. And this is why we need to talk every week at least. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. okay. Speaking of peeing yourself, I don't know. That's not a segue. Allison's baby update. It's crazy. She's going to have a baby soon. And she posted on Instagram that she pa- passed, lost her mucus plug. I don't know oh. how you would say that but uh she was holding back from taking a picture of it and i'm glad she did not because i don't want to see that i don't think i saw them with my own i knew it was a thing and it could be that is the grossest term of for any that's two gross words together (laughs) but how exciting is that she's gonna have her baby soon yeah i've got a story (laughs) oh god Um, mucus plug made you think of a story i like this okay so for her first baby uh, little Elliot, I crocheted her a blankie, and I was so, I was so Aww. sure she was gonna Twitter me and say thank you. <laughs> I don't know oh. why I thought she would do that, but she didn't, of course. But um, I wonder, I still wonder if she ever got it and if she ever used it. Though I wonder if she did. You know, it was so. Soft. I have that sometimes. You know, uh, let's see. Okay, for with Elliot on patreon we threw her a baby shower so during a live stream we all shipped her presents Mm -hmm. and she opened them in front of us on you know live stream which was really fun but then like there was never any thank yous after i thought okay she's busy yeah and then i had sent her a onesie that i had made uh that said uh allison rose is my new best mommy and she posted a picture of Elliot in another onesie that she had gotten and she tagged me and she said is this the one from you and I'm like no (laughs) and I never and then I saw him in that one twice and mine never (laughs) I'm like oh but but she tried she tried yeah that is true I feel like it must be hard to keep up. Yeah. No, I'm not you're mad so or close. It was just I, I had this but like, I would, fantasy I mean, in my brain that crocheting oh, my is hard. I pushed a couple will, buttons. It's gonna reach out to to eat cupcakes on Twitter, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I know there's a lot that goes into it. There has to be, but. I don't know. I think she needs an intern and I am signing up for that job. Allison, if you need. <laughs> if she wants to put me on payroll. Me yeah. And, and like move you... me up there. That'd be great. Yeah. Let's uh, get some of your correspondence going. <laughs> uh, you need some, some work. there. <laughs> oh, but crocheting. That's huge. That's a bit. I mean, I tried to learn uh, and I couldn't. I couldn't. I could. I've done. Tried to try. I've tried to try it. I've tried it twice to really give it a solid try where I bought all the needles. I got all the things I had videos, I had books and I had somebody trying to teach me and I still was, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. I, I, uh, this is personal. Um, I had weight loss surgery (laughs) and, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of use it as a replacement for eating. 
So I was really okay. in depth, you know, and I, and I learned on YouTube. So everything that I learned, it was on YouTube and I did it when I was a kid, but I didn't learn how to do anything but a straight line. So I didn't know how to do anything. So the more advanced stuff I learned how to do on YouTube and to this day, I can't read a pattern really. So I do everything huh. on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I've made some pretty cool stuff on my Instagram. I put some stuff on my Instagram and I mean, I can't do anything that advanced, but, um, you know, if I keep trying, I can, and I'm going to make her another one for, uh, for little, qu- qu- what are we calling him? Quint, Quint Quants. <laughs> Quint Quants. Okay. So what do you think is going to be his name? Do you have any guesses? A Spencer. First of all, you said spinster. I'm like, okay. No, no, no. Uh, spinster. Spencer. Oh. The reason why I'm saying that is because I, heard I that have one. a friend who, whose first baby was Elliot and the second baby was Spencer. That's actually not bad. And I think they try and put it with quants, but Elliot doesn't really go with quants. I don't think anything really does. You just have to go with whatever the name that you like is. Yeah. I threw out on Patreon Jack... Because I thought Jack is a great name, and then Jack Quant sounds awesome. Yeah, but and that's a nice solid male name because I know she was, tr- you know, trying to go with that. But yeah, I don't. Who knows, Lil Rafi? Uh, I have no thoughts. Oh, good, Aaron. <laughs> let's hear your other thought. <laughs> I think I think Spencer's a good name, and um, if I had it right, it goes with Elliot. But you know, Quinn Quant can't you know can't go wrong with that. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> something. <laughs> Zach, you know, Zach Alphanakis liked it. That's true. But maybe after she left, were they all like, eh, that was something. <laughs> well, they are comedians. So maybe they're trying to set up a new generation of comedians that are wounded That's by their parents, true. you know. That's very true. <laughs> what else was going to... Oh, yeah. Uh, so she read the iTunes comments and... And I say this every single time. I forget the positive one every single time because she mentions the negative one. The the positive one I think was short and I don't. it's not memorable. But I'm glad that she gets positive ones still. And I think everybody out there needs to, to, to leave her a positive comment. But the negative one, I was really surprised by it. And I think they really hit the nail on the head that it was political, politically based. Because why would you be, if you are a listener from the beginning, to all of a sudden not be, it has to be that. I can't think of any other reason. I mean, because of the hotel room thing, that was really not even the right story. I don't know. She didn't even get it right. That's the thing. Yes. It was so convoluted. It was so dumb. It was dumb. I, I, and what Daniel said, you know, is it sad? Is it bad that I agree with most of the negative comments? (laughs) I mean... Some of the stuff, I, I I get it. I, I don't really want, you know, when I listen to her show, I don't want to hear politics. I subscribe to other politics podcasts and that there's a time and a place for that. There's a time and a place for the other shows that I listen to and like Lil Rafi with his pee podcast. But <laughs> with politics, like, you know, it's in your face everywhere you go. And, so, you know, certain podcasts, I like to escape them. And so when she does talk politics... I don't care for it, but it's not like I'm not going to listen or judge her for, you know, for it. Or I would never leave her a negative comment. If if it bothered me that much, I would just not listen to it anymore. It's just, it's strange to me. And I want to know who this person was. Because if she's a listener from way back, do you think we know her, Rafi? <laughs> uh, you know, up to a certain point, I actually thought it could have been you. <laughs> oh, because of the hearts to Colonel Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> 
as soon as they said Colonel Jeff Hart, Hart, oh my God, I know who it is. Is it Brienne? I totally know. <laughs> That's a good guess too. No, it's the person that left the Best Friends fan cast group. Really? Because she didn't like us talking about Patreon. Hmm. What's wrong with because talking she... with Patreon? Talking about Patreon? Well, this this young lady felt like she... Uh, well, see, the thing is, we would just kind of tease it because, you know, Allison wouldn't want us to talk about it uh, because it's, you know, we're paying for the content. Oh. So she says, you know, but we'll say, oh, you know, we had fun talking with Allison on Patreon and she just kind of felt like, well... Just because we're not a part of that, you shouldn't be talking about it. And we felt like, well, it is still part of Allison, and we'd like her to have more supporters. But it's never like, oh, you should be doing listening or uh, supporting her that way. It was just sort of, it, we very lightly talk about it. She just felt, I don't know. She was an interesting person, I have to say, from the beginning. But, um, so she kind of did like a sign off. I'm leaving the group tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Bye. <laughs> yes! literally what's so funny is because the group is so small if you're ever a part of any of the other facebook groups for podcasts like ologies there's thousands of people in there and it doesn't feel very it doesn't feel small it feels you know it just feels like a forum which is fine but with this group because it's not large which i like we kind of get to know people better and so we're all kind of chatting we're either texting because we're actually friends now or just messaging privately like, what's up with this bride? <laughs> um, but the same thing where it's just, okay, just leave then. But she's been outspoken to me before about political stuff. And I know she has a huge crush on Jeff. Mm -hmm. I just figured it out, Raphael. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Hmm. Eh, maybe not. Anyway. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who it could be because, you know... I, I would imagine we might know who she was, but I mean, like Aaron here, she's been a, a listener from the beginning and we're just meeting. So I think that's so cool. Like we're meeting new people all the time and it's really this Allison brings people together. It's very cool. That is true. Obviously I'm filling space because we have no JMOs to talk about, <laughs> but, um, let's, but let's I also think of some, let's think of some on our own. <laughs> Ooh, I've I've really been trying and little Rafi you mentioned last week about how we used to have the segment just me or every fan and I thought of something the other day and I forgot so I'm glad I brought it up just now uh, but I also thought of a whole other segment just me or every other uh, BFF I don't know something about being a part of this show because sometimes after I'm there's a few things that happen because I'm recording the show. Like when I'm editing, I think, oh, this. And I think, well, that's not a good JMO because not everybody's editing a podcast. <laughs> but also after we record, a lot of times I'm cursing a lot and I I run a tighter ship as far as cursing in my house. But then after I'm talking with you guys on this show, sometimes like all of a sudden I will almost slip into. So that's my, uh, I, that's not really a JMO, but that's just me or every other BFF person <laughs> um now would be since we i guess i thought on monday they did jamos but maybe not but um i thought so too but then i tried to listen back and i didn't hear them but also her voice was making me mad again <laughs> <laughs> um so now's a great time uh are there any unsent jamos that you guys want to get off your Ooh. chest well i mean i have i think i have some drafts well uh, what are you see. waiting for lisa well if I can only find where those are. 
Oh my gosh. Do you remember when we did this live and I I had that one stupid one? You're like, that's not even the right thing. <laughs> All right. Do you remember that? Uh, here's one from my drafts. And I've had this for years because this is when I was working uh, two jobs. I never sent this in because it's stupid. When I see the animals on pet food bags, I think so-and-so's pet is way cuter. And then I wrote, shout out to Wendy and Rusty, uh, Ashley Bloodworth's cat, who I love. <laughs> you haven't seen Scratchy yet, though. <laughs> that reminds me, uh, is this named after the Simpsons character? Well, kind of. I mean, when I first got him, he just really scratched me up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, I've got a couple, but... Um... <laughs> When, when there is a new special on TV about our country's obesity epidemic, I have this slight fear that I'll see myself used as the stock fat footage. I feel like that's been read. <laughs> have I sent that one in? I have to cough. <laughs> you know what there's been are the ones where people are afraid of, like when they see themselves on the camera, like the security camera. I think there's been a couple of those. I, maybe I should just send it in. <laughs> um, I, I wrote one. I think I sent it in, but it didn't get picked. Uh, don't drink the last sip of coffee because it's just a puddle of sugar. I think if I change that to Splenda, she'll be like, favorite, read it. Well, f- well, you're doing coffee wrong for starters. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would tell you. You know, I, uh, I like... Uh, like uh oh boy boy. (laughs) coffee like your women no i was gonna say i'm trying to make a joke peed on (laughs) is me throwing the coffee on you like your kramer oh (laughs) okay you like your coffee like your women spanked (laughs) oh all right (laughs) oh my gosh all right uh, anything else from Thursday before we shut this show down? <laughs> uh, he said something about, uh, like, I wrote it down that goes, poop Do you remember that that was about? poop uh, I am I... She she <laughs> said that the someone told her she has a poopy uterus. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Okay. poop Okay, yeah. By the way, I think that's the show that, uh, that uh, Raphael actually watches. Oh. <laughs> 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 You can't see my face, Lisa, but it's... Uh... <laughs> Next, two weeks from now, I'll be seeing your face, because I'm sure. <laughs> oh, and what do you guys think of the topic of... Do you think David would have been this sick if he was in the U.S.? Hmm. I don't, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think everything leading up to it, yes, of course, until you go to the hospital, but... I think he would have gone once, obviously would have gotten antibiotics and would have had, had pain medication. I mean, this country throws pain medication at you whether you need it or not. So, yeah, yeah, I think I'm worried, honestly, for his future, because even in I don't think he said this today, but in the Patreon bonus episode, he said they weren't even sure if he really had appendicitis or not. Ooh. So now he's like questioning that. And I thought uh, maybe now he does after the third time i'm not sure but i just uh the whole thing i just think if he was here or somewhere where they gave you know adequate care Mm -hmm. i think he would have been better off i almost think after the second time i would have just said you know what i'm going home and i'm going to the to the hospital there yeah but didn't they say that he couldn't because um it might 
implode or explode or something like that. Oh, maybe they did. That would make sense. Oh, the whole thing just—I mean—and also the fact that this is like Christmas morning and New Year's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've talked to one person that's had a decent last half of December, all of January. <laughs> and maybe I'm speaking for myself because I finally feel like I'm coming out of my own BS. Because my, my my sister, my my daughter was sick for a whole month, and mm. she's finally better. And it's just like, oh my gosh! I feel like everywhere I go, someone's talking about bad things happening. Yeah. So have some positivity i think the fact that david said he's doing the junk show and everything is back and he's on the mend i'm happy about that but i hope that this doesn't come back to haunt him because it just sounds horrible well he's very he's young isn't he and he's very healthy and you know yeah. he's got that on his side so that's good is he that is true. isn't he like in his 20s <sighs> rafi how old is he is he your age no i think he's got to be older than me i, I figure he's like 30 Four, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, he's not 40, but I don't think he's 20. So maybe 30, yeah. That that sounds good. 34 sounds good. And hearing all of his stories and all the things Mm -hmm. that he's done in his life, I feel like he's at least, yeah, mid-30s probably. But, I mean, he's done more than most people in a lifetime, I think, but... Eh, we'll we'll ask him in a couple weeks when we see him. How old are you anyway? I just want to ask him if he's a time traveler. I don't know like how he does everything he does. Uh, yeah. So according to Wikipedia, which he has said before is inaccurate, he's thirty nine. Oh, really? Which se- seems about right now that I think of it. But um, uh, one last thing about Thursday, uh, I do like that that he calls his girlfriend Emily Rose, not just Emily. I think uh, she sounds like uh, some kick-ass country artist. (laughs) (laughs) She does. I actually saw her on Twitter a while, like a few months ago, because it was her birthday, and he sent out a happy birthday to her. And I thought, well, that's kind of random. So I looked at who she was. I thought, oh, that adds up. She's very cute. They're like, you know how he talks about women and not wearing a lot of makeup and to be kind of like, uh, I almost said simple, but just... Plain? Uh, mm, but in a good way. Yeah. Na- like natural. Like natural. she's a natural beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's that's obviously his girlfriend. She's So I think that's uh, his life partner. I think that's cool. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm. This is <laughs> so uh, working hard or hardly working. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, thanks for asking. No. Um, all right. I think that's a good place to end it. I, I don't know what we're ending it on, but let's just like screech it to a halt. Uh, if you want to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Lil Ruffy, where can we find you or not find you? Uh, join the BFF Facebook group. And uh, if you're listening to this, do like Aaron and reach out and be on the show. Yes. Be somebody. <laughs> And Aaron, where can we find you if you'd like to be found? Well, Twitter. I'm going to start checking Twitter again. Um, it's E underscore cupcakes. And then Instagram, E underscore cupcakes 40. Awesome. I'm so glad that you were a part of the show. Thank you so much. And anytime you want to be on, just hit us up. Awesome. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. And uh, um, I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> And I just realized, and Brittany's going to kill me, I didn't shout out Brittany. (laughs) Brittany, I'm going to see you in a couple weeks in Memphis. I'm super excited. I love you. 
Uh, and to the BFFs, happy Valentine's Day. You're the best. Thank you and good night. In the night, I hear him talk the cold story ever told. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. How could you be so heartless? Oh, how could you be so heartless? How could you be so cold as the winter wind when it breeze, yo? Just remember that you talking to me, though. You need to watch the way you talking to me, yo. I mean, after all the things that we've been through. I mean, after all the things we got into. Ayo, I know of some things that you ain't told me. Ayo, I did some things, but that's the old me. And now you want to get me back and you gon' show me. So you walk around like you don't know me. You got a new friend, well, I got homies. But in the end, it's still so lonely. In the night, I hear him talk the cold.